Greetings, live stream audience. For all those of you that are here, I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our leader and our commander, Amen. he that is called faithful and true. Amen. In the second service today, we will be looking in Acts chapter 11 at the church that was at Antioch in Syria. I hope that you paid enough attention in school so that you know that Syria lies to the north of Israel and Antioch of Syria was 300 miles north of Jerusalem and it may have been the greatest Gentile church there ever was. In Acts chapter 11 we're going to be reviewing that fact because it was Paul's home church. Paul and Barnabas were there and other teachers as well and that's where the Holy Ghost sent out teachers to us Gentiles first in a concerted formal way and we want to thank the Lord for that. Amen. 300 miles to the north of Jerusalem was Antioch of Syria. 300 miles to the west of Jerusalem was Alexandria, Egypt. Two great cities that both started with A. And from those two cities come our lines of manuscripts that give us our Bible and give them their Bible. Out of Alexandria, Egypt came the works of Origen and others with him and the false Bible versions of today. And out of Antioch came the Antiochian manuscripts also called the Byzantine manuscripts that came through the Greek church, also called the majority text from which we get our Bible. And so because of that, and the Lord convicting me about both of those matters, that the second service is going to be out of Acts chapter 11, and the first service is going to be to finish our study of Jesus, the Son of God, and the Christ wars that that has caused, I wanted to share with you a little bit about one of the first pastors of the church at Antioch. Now that was Paul's home church, but Paul wasn't there to be its pastor. Paul was busy traveling and preaching the gospel to our Gentile fathers. But Peter is supposed, by tradition, we don't know it from the Bible. Anytime we look at martyrs, we don't, we don't know them from the Bible, except that there were many martyrs. The Bible tells us there were many martyrs and tells us about the persecution that would arise under the pagan Roman emperors and would arise under the papal force itself, the Holy Roman Empire, during the inquisitions of the Dark Ages. But supposedly, after Paul was di died, Peter was a, the pastor of Antioch for a while. We don't know that. And then there was a man named Ignatius. And so I want to tell you just a little tiny bit about Ignatius. Now, what he says is not going to be much different than what Paul would say, and that's what we like to hear. Because when we hear that, then we have some confidence that it could be reliable, and if it's not reliable, someone else said it. Because many of them were called Paulicians and were followers of Paul just like we are. Right. Tradition tells us that Ignatius was appointed as the bishop or pastor of Antioch after the Apostle Peter. Some have written to tell us that he being arrested and sent from Syria to Rome for trial and execution because he professed Christ, was given to the wild beasts in the Colosseum to be devoured. It is also said of him, and he wrote this because we have seven of his epistles extant today, that he wrote on this trip. It is also said of him that when he passed through Asia, the route his ten Roman captors kept, being under the most strict custody of his ten Roman keepers, he strengthened and confirmed the churches through all the cities as he went, 
while they had other business to prosecute. Both with his exhortations and preaching of the word of God. And he wrote seven epistles during that trip. Having come to Smyrna, he wrote to the church at Rome, warning them that he was on his way, exhorting them not to use means for his deliverance from martyrdom, lest they should deprive him of that which he most longed and hoped for. And I quote, Now I begin to be a disciple. I care for nothing of visible or invisible things so that I may but win Christ. Let fire and the cross, let the companions of wild beasts, let breaking of bones and tearing of limbs, let the grinding of the whole body and all the malice of the devil come upon me. Be it so, only may I win Christ. And when he was sentenced to be thrown to the beasts in Rome, such was the burning desire that he would be able to suffer, that he spake the following words when he heard the lions roaring, which can be heard eight miles in the African plains. This is what he said. I am the wheat of Christ. I am going to be ground with the teeth of wild beasts that I may be found pure bread. Let's be pure bread for the Lord Jesus Christ today. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the God of the apostles, Paul and Peter, we thank Thee for their record. And though we cannot confirm or prove the account I just gave, it is so comparable and similar to those apostolic brothers that we can believe it to be true. For if it were not him by that name of Ignatius, it were many others that died the same way by the grace of thy spirit in the apostolic pattern following their examples. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would be like this testimony and that we would want to win Christ, that we would count all other things loss, we would count all other things as dung, that we might win Christ, that we might win His approval, that we might win His acceptance of our practical lives of obedience in all parts of our lives here in this world. Heavenly Father, bless us this day by the grace of your spirit and your word, to know Christ. As our brother Paul prayed in Philippians 3, bless us this day that we would cleave to Christ. As Barnabas exhorted the first Grecian converts in Antioch of Syria, bless us this day to win Christ, to live in such a way that we win his approval and favor upon us, not for our honor and glory, but for his. And Heavenly Father, bless us to be with him soon, by his soon return. Send him for us, that we might be with thee and him forever, in heaven and out of this world. 
O Holy Father, sanctify us this day. Sanctify us with thy word. Thy word is truth. Make us holy. Make us better. Conform us to the image of thy Son. Transform us away from the image of this world. Let us be the blameless and harmless sons of God in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, and let us shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life. Let us hold it forth by our lives. Let us hold it forth by our words. Let us hold it forth by this church. Heavenly Father, open the hearts of these thy people that are assembled together in this place. Open the hearts of thy people that are watching by other means that they will attend unto the things that are preached, sung, and prayed, explained, and taught as you did the heart of Lydia. Open their hearts to repent as you did by pricking those on the day of Pentecost. Open their hearts to purpose like Daniel purposed in Babylon, but far better as the Christians purposed in Antioch. And Heavenly Father, let us provoke one another to love and to good works. Open our hearts to care about those sitting around us that we will provoke one another to be better Christians. And Heavenly Father, grant us the grace to persevere. Let us never fall away, but let us cleave to Him who never gave up on the task set before Him, but laid down His life for us and sits in heaven a successful, victorious, and reigning King at Thy right hand. We thank Thee for the blood of Thy Son, and we thank Thee for those who willingly gave their blood and laid down their lives as martyrs out of love for thy son, the Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. And we thank thee that by the blood of the Lamb, we can overcome any enemy in this world. And as was prayed already this morning, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Let us live that way and let us worship that way in the next few hours. Lord be with us. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for the privilege of this house and the privilege of these people around us. You have called Grecians out in the Piedmont of the Carolinas. Now bless us with thy word and by thy spirit. Strengthen us. Unite us. Perfect us. Grow us until we fill out the full measure of the stature of the Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. O Lord, do not hold Saturday against us. Do not hold this past Wednesday against us. Forgive us through the shed blood and the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let us, with pure hands, pure hearts, worship thee acceptably this day. Have mercy upon us. Lead us in paths of righteousness, truth, and wisdom for thy great namesake. Show us thy Son, and we will celebrate him. Our goals today are to honor him and to lift him up, and by glorifying him, to glorify thee. Help us to this great end. These things we ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the name which is above every name, Jesus, the Son of God. He is Lord of all. Amen. Amen.